Welcome back to the Pure Prophecy Podcast. This is Jeff, and in the studio with me is Steve. Hi, Jeff. Hello, and David. Hey. Hi. So I wanted to do something a little bit different today than we've done in the past, and that is I'd like to go back in time and kind of review a word that we've already kind of shared and talked through, but kind of go back kind of like a one-year-later episode, and see what what we feel, think about it at this time, one year later, um, and whether we've seen any of this come to pass, and what we've seen and what we may not have seen. So with that, I'm actually going to go real retro on everybody, back to a word that's entitled Master Gardener. I see a large bush, it's dense, and while it's producing fruit, it's not producing maximum yield. I hear God say, you have entered a season of pruning and grafting. The pruning was drastic, with large sections of the shrub removed. Some sections looked void of fruit, some sections looked like they were afflicted. The segments were placed in piles of bundles. I heard the Lord say, These bundles will not be burnt. They will be grafted where they can be restored and flourish. What remains is a robust main trunk and a few healthy, larger sections. The new growth was evident with multiple green shoots with substance. The new growth was yielding fruit, but the shoots lacked the maturity to bear the load of the yield. I see the Lord grafting into the main trunk a significant section of cutting. The graft was greater than the pruning. The graft was strong and mature. I sensed that the graft was messianic. The graft provided the structure to support the new growth. The yield was much greater than the original. So we had originally gone through and shared the interpretation to that. And that's broken down into um, three phases, if you will. The first phase was about awareness, God wanting the church to be awake, ready, and prepared. And under this phase, there was two people groups, the people being pruned and grafted. This phase was about trusting you're valued and will be repositioned, and the people that will remain the phase is about abiding. The robust main trunk is Christ as our sustainer, provider, strength, source of life. The second phase was about repositioning. God wants the church to expect change and movement of people and groups to produce maturity and yield. For the church, this phase is about positioning for rebuilding and thriving. Without the third phase, which is coming next, this could be mistaken as a significant loss. Again, this is the two people groups, the people being pruned and graft. This phase was about restoration. This is a time of promise, God says. Even these people slash groups are being removed. They're important. They matter, and they'll be made whole to fulfill their purpose. For the people that remain, this is a time of growth. There will be opportunity for maturation and discipleship. There will be a sign to be looking out for. Fruit will be readily 
evident even before the growth is capable to fully bear. Then the last phase, the third phase, is the restoration increase phase. This will be a time of blending as represented by the messianic graft. This will be a time of strengthening within the structure. This will be a time of miracles. And what's, what moves in will be greater than what was removed. Think fishes and loaves. This will be a time of supernatural increase and greater fruits. Well, Jeff, I can say that by the Spirit in these last couple of months, the restoration and the increase has begin to percolate on our Sunday uh, worship times, mm. uh, specifically in the music department. And we've seen the music department be pruned down or grafted down, uh, sometimes down to just uh, a person. Um, but the strength in the spirit of worship has actually increased. Mm. Uh, me participating in knowing how the power of God moves you can you can pick up the presence of God and you can pick up the authenticity of of His Spirit um, in these services. So I'll give a shout out to the music department. I've seen the repositioning take place, and I've seen and witnessed the increase in just that one department. And it's good to see the growth. It's good to see a strength in freedom, and the not just the declaration of liberty, but the presence of the power of liberty that's coming. Um, we've moved to times to give testimonies, so I'm looking forward to uh, this investment that God has done through, through worship, that we will begin to see healings during the time of praise and worship, and the testimonies will confirm that. Uh, that's a wait and see. That's still down the road a little bit, but this is, if it lines up, if the prophecy lines up with what the Lord is saying here, then there's more restoring coming. And that's just one department. I really find that the strongest department right now is communications. Communications has improved drastically. And I know, Jeff, you're not going to toot your own horn, so I'm going to speak on behalf of the communications area. But more people are informed, they're involved, uh, and uh, it's not just you, but that department, uh, and I'm not going to name names because I'm going to leave somebody out. I just commend you guys for uh, a faster response to questions. And that, that that's across the board to um, my bride sitting as an elder. Elders are more informed, um, but the body of Fellowship of Christ is more informed. Uh, and that is getting out through a lot of new technologies and protocols on that. But a protocol is no good. I'm an IT person. A protocol is no good unless there's somebody that mans it, manages it, and is a daily manager of that. So I see that increase because I have that experience. I know that this is taking place, and I commend the people that get these communications out on a rapid basis. <clears throat> you know, usually... Um, we get a word or word is put out there. We think about it. We do something with it. And then typically it's put on a shelf. Um, and I've 
always tried to encourage people who get a word that impacts them or even one that they're not sure about is to take that word and go back and meditate on it, mm-hmm. uh, spend time with it with God, mm-hmm. and kind of let it get into you, especially the ones that really impact you and you know are from God, is to let that kind of get into you. And I remember when, Jeff, when you brought this, this word out, uh, to me it was, it was encouraging. Of course, pruning is never an encouraging thing, but it hurts, matter of fact. Um, I'm not a tree, so I don't know if they hurt or not. But, <laughs> um, and, but I can imagine what it would, uh, you know, cutting, cutting your limbs off and all that kind of stuff just so you can, can grow better. But it's a good thing, and it's a very strongly uh, biblical thing. There were situ- you know, God would cut it down to the stump in order for it to, when he's talking about Israel, is cutting her down to the stump in order to, to build her up. And, you know, since this was given, it, this is one that, that got into me a lot because I, 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 um, I would think about different scenarios. Something would take place, and I'd, you know, I'd go back to this word. And every time I did, I was, in, you know, when there was something discouraging, I would remember this word and become encouraged because of the ultimate goal and outcome of what, what God is saying here. And so I can see so well how when God gives us a word, um, just how amazingly comforting and, uh, well, it can be in the long run even, you know. It, when you go back, or when you see it being fulfilled or when you see things taking place. But he, he gives us these things so that we wouldn't be, we wouldn't get discouraged when we begin to see pruning can look very discouraging, you know? Yep. And we've seen that we have, we've seen some, some, uh, loss of some significant situations, just like you were talking about with the music department. Well, there's others, you know? Mm -hmm. And yet when you go back and you look at this, you think, okay, now we have to go back to that whole thing. of don't, don't, um, don't get discouraged in small beginnings. Because in kind of a way, he prunes and takes you back to a, 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 not the very beginning, a starting point, because there's something depth of depth that's left with the roots that are there and everything else. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like he, he opens up this, um, uh, this place for us to, to really get excited about growing out of the small places, and watching those things grow. And I'd like to think that when he prunes us, that the, the pruning creates, and, and you would know better about this, Steve, maybe you, Jeff, than I would, because I just know you prune something in order for it to either grow better or do whatever and produce more fruit. Um, but I can see where, where that pruning the exciting part is seeing, okay, what's the grafting and the growth and all the kind of things that are going to take place as a result? What, what's that going to look like, you know? And are you going to build back something that, that, is, that fits more beautifully our vision, that maybe some of that had, had wandered away from in some capacity or other? So to me... 
if you start praying into this and looking at this, there there is something to get excited about, I think. So I I'm noticing something this time through that I hadn't noticed previously. Or maybe I noticed it, it's just I'm processing it differently. Um so I don't know that we've seen that graft come in yet. I think that that's still to be fulfilled. Um, we did see a large contingent of missionaries come in for a time, a season, part of a season, mm-hmm. and then right be sent back out. So I don't think that that represented what this word is saying, but I think it might feel something like that. I know that um, I had a sense that it was messianic, and I'm processing. At first, I took that very literally, right? Meaning, I thought we'd see a group of messianic believers come in. We've seen some of that, but not to the scale that I think is is indicated in this word. And then I, as I was sitting here thinking about it and listening to you guys, it suddenly bubbled up inside of me with, maybe that's not what I'm thinking it's going to look like literally, but maybe it's more of a Hebraic wholeness that's going to come in. Um, I'm still expecting something to come in and be grafted in. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm, just starting to wonder if it might not look exactly the way I think it's supposed to look. <laughs> um, and lately, there's a whole lot of that in my life. Nothing looks the way Jeff thinks it should look. <laughs> well, to um, comment on the missionaries, and it's amazing that FOC does what it normally does and what it's called to do, allowing them to be equipped and to rest for their next assignment. So get loved up. And loved up. And that's what they testified on their uh, day before they depart. And this is a beautiful part to me. This is what I got to see about FOC again. We are an equipping church. We equip you. And uh, some would say, well, it's easy to equip missionaries. Not necessarily. They've seen a lot of stuff. They've been through a lot of stuff. So that love means a great deal mm-hmm. because— uh, they've been on the front lines for so long, and I, I like the way um, they were loved on and treated, and here is FOC fulfilling. Now, this is more like the third leg of the stool in the calling of what FOC is. Uh, it's not about the new grafting, but I like the consistency that, that's here. And um, the other area of that I'm getting in the spirit about this is that it was like a one, two, three process, but the Lord says, I'm going to mix them up. And I'm not trying to add to this prophecy, but the Lord is really drawing my eye to, um, I'm bringing restoration, then you guys are going to wake up. It's going to take some restoring to wake you up. Uh, And probably this is what the Lord's directing my eyes toward and watching, like Mm -hmm. you're dealing with messianic. I'm looking at the restoration, but it's not going back through two and one, going, well, this is when our eyes were open, this is the changes we made, and then here's the—it's not the normal gardening process. 
I will add to David's gardening thing. I'll just give you one, one thing. The pruning of the leaves for more fruit is to train the roots, not the plant. And what it tells you when you see a lot of new sprigs on a plant, you have, a, you have healthy root system. But roots can be stubborn that if you get four or five roots down there, they'll start adding to the vine. And then you don't get it. You get a you get a lot of little fruit, but you don't get a lot of good size mature fruit. So the the limbs of the plant tell you the health of the root system, mm. and the pruning helps to reshape the plant for those roots to devote themselves to each other to help then the plant produce the fruit that's there. Pruning is never meant to be hurtful. Interesting. That is interesting. So it, 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 it helps to mature, in a sense, the whole the root system. By, 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 yeah. And bring several roots into combination together uh-huh. for the main stalk so or for the main branch. Bring unity, be- you know. And, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is good. Because to me, that when I, if you look at it the way that you just said, Steve, right, it's not necessarily one, two, three. Mm-hmm. It might be three, one, two, or... Right, some combination of all of them at the same time. Um, so I, I'm focusing in now on abiding mm-hmm. and being aware and being able to see the repositioning for growth. Right, that's going to happen. Why? Because the root systems are being trained and restored, and they're going deeper. That makes a lot of sense to me. There's there's a couple of words that I'm sitting and percolating on. One of them will probably be called deeper. Mm-hmm. And one of them will actually probably be something along the line of called up. So those two words fit what you just said. Okay. Uh, one last group that I want to put here because they are the root system. They're in the invisible realm. Uh, Not many people know who they are. But FOC has started an intercessory team, prayer team, Mm -hmm. this year. And it has small beginnings. And it doesn't necessarily have to grow big. But this group makes huge contributions in the growth and repositioning and direction for Fellowship of Christ. They're not going to come out of the unseen realm or the root system and become, you know, fruit-bearing trees. Um, but this is vital to Fellowship yeah. of Christ's restoration. Yeah. Yes, there have been yeah. intercessors for decades for this, um, but this group is online. They're taking advantage of the technology, and they're making contributions and I can say one thing about there's leadership that's uh, positioned on these intercessory teams. There's an elder positioned on these that uh, those sounds and those words unto the Lord are also going to the government of FOC, and they're getting to hear it. And we're, we're going to see a lot more growth, I believe, because prayer, you need prayer mm. to get things done. You need it. And I appreciate this team. Yes. And, and and what they're praying for. Uh, so 
I, this this came on this year. I like to give things a year before you evaluate them. They're about six months or seven months into this. Uh, but the attitude of fellowship of Christ has changed mm-hmm. to a much more positive environment yes. and a hopeful environment. Yes, I'm in agreement. Yeah, I agree with that too. It was there was you could I think you could feel a a, a change. It was kind of like it was a shift in, in in you know where there was a lot of maybe discouragement and whatever something began to shift. Yep. And you know you begin to feel okay. This is good, God. What do you got in store? I'm looking forward to it. Let's bless the listeners. I bless the listeners in the name and authority and power of Jesus to know that they are valued in the body, in the community, that they would have his strength, his provision, his sustenance, to be strong in abiding in him. Lord, first, I just want to bless you that you're such a, an amazing, awesome God yes, and that you. You, re, you reveal these things to us, yeah. your servants, in such wonderful ways and guide our paths and lead us uh, in sweet places. Thank you for that. And Lord, I just, in Jesus' name, would like to bless those who listen to experience the, that sweetness, that sweetness of your presence, that sweetness of your uh, amazing love for us, that they would experience that intimacy to be able to walk with you daily uh, and, and joyfully in this relationship, that Nothing can can break or, or tear apart uh, because you're not going to let them go in any way. Amen.